about the situation with the ear. Yeah, I do. There's, it's been a dramatic week. I think truly, I want to say like the day after we recorded last, um, I noticed Crum had like bright green discharge in his eye. And I was like, well, that's a problem, I think. Uh, So took him to the vet and... You know, I was talking about the foxtails, so he's been, like, licking his paw a lot. And we're like, does he have a foxtail again? Like, what? Is, mm. what's going on? Took him to the vet. And she looked. She didn't see a foxtail. It, it's, like, a little sore. It might just be from allergies, because dogs do that when they have allergies also. But anyway, he has an eye infection. He has an ear infection also, though. Oh, crumb. And the vet was saying it's probably kind of related, like, rubbing one into the other mm. is, like, from scratching, basically. And I was like, cool, cool, great. Um, so he had to wear his cone for a couple of days and he I have to give him eye drops in both eyes every day. It's like a paste, though. Oh. And I have to spray this stuff into his, or like pour this stuff into his ear. He's a little trooper. He's he's putting up with it in a way that I'm genuinely impressed by. But the new problem the last couple of days is that Cricket is obsessed with his ear Whenever I put yeah. the medication in it, he wants to lick it. Disgusting. And it smells so bad, this medication, that I... Because Cricket, Cricket is a little ratchet street dog. Yes. And is like, mm, smells like home. It, he, it's got... It, he's just like, oh, yeah. I mean, this is the same dog that occasionally eats cat poop. So it's not <laughs> too far off. <laughs> what are you telling me? <laughs> it's, you know, every once in a while... Uh, it's like once what a month, mean? once a month, I'll be like, Cricket, what are you playing with? And I look I and know. he's just like kind of chewing on a piece of cat poop. And I'm like, oh, my I God. <laughs> that is so gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's gross every Why? time. And then I got to clean his little face. And then I'm like, you can't kiss me with your little yeah. gross cat poop mouth. Because <laughs> always afterwards, he's like, oh, weird. And then like wants to snuggle. And I'm like, get out of here. You were just yeah. eating poop. I, I don't I don't like you right now. This is what we mean when we say like Crumb is like a stoic old man, like with his with his aches and his pains. And Cricket just has nothing upstairs. Nothing. Like, he's such a bimbo. He, I love it. Like it's so endearing to me how opposite like how pinky in the brain mm. they are where it's just like yeah. you're just so nothing i cannot like i'm so impressed anytime he remembers anything i'm shocked <laughs> i'm like whoa bud yeah the one thing he's really gotten down is like he knows so they get like um they're, they're called greenies but they're like breath like they're good for dog's teeth and stuff they're treats yeah and they get that at night right before bed and cricket knows that that happens so every night when i open the treat drawer he like looks at me and i go yeah and he runs upstairs to the bedroom and Aww. i am like that's good you're you associate that's you're associating two things that's incredible for you i yeah, love that that's... for you <laughs> so he's a genius um <laughs> that's what's going on over here the cats are fine um Millie started doing a thing every morning where she crawls behind the curtain next to the bed and just mm. like claws at it mm. just nice. loud enough to wake us up. And we have to be like, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> what do you do? I don't like it. She's just kind of like 
just like it's it's like, it's like she's purposely getting her cloth stuck in it. Yeah. And then taking it out. And I'm like, oh, thanks. They're really cats in the mornings are kind of annoying because <laughs> they're such they're they're crepuscular. So mm-hmm. they're like they, they get a little they get a little zoomy mm-hmm. early in the morning. And I like to sleep then. <laughs> yeah. and so and I'm really noticing it at the moment because Michael's in Ireland and normally when Percy starts wanting to play at 6am Michael just gets up and plays with her because he's such a morning person um so he gets up and will like shut the bedroom door so I can sleep and just like take the cat into the living room and play yeah just like "Mm, yeah this is why I'm marrying you uh but like he's not here and I feel bad shutting her out the room like I just I get guilt yeah um because then she meows. And also it's pointless because she'll just meow for me anyway. Yeah. So it's like, this isn't achieving anything. It's just going <laughs> to keep me awake another way. Uh, so I'm I'm really feeling it at the moment because, mm-hmm. yeah, she'll wake up early and be like, we we play now? We It's time? We do things? Oh. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Please go back to sleep. Yeah. You guys just start messing up her sleep schedule. Mm. Next time, like when she's sleeping in like the early evening, you have to be like, "No, w- wake up, wake up, wake up!" Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> She'd be so angry. It actually wouldn't be worth it. No. Like, <laughs> is there anything else new? No, that's all. She's just waking up in the morning. <laughs> Otherwise, we're, we're we're chilling. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're all good. There was a brief period of time where her favorite food was out of stock, and. She was really cross mm-hmm. about that. Like, would I would give her the other stuff, and she would just look at me with absolute disdain. Like, what? What is this garbage that you're <laughs> trying to feed me? And this is the thing. Like, I have spoiled her. Like, she has such good, like, nice food, mm-hmm. and um, and so many of our friends with cats are like, you are ridiculous. Like. <laughs> It's a cost of living crisis. She's fine if you don't buy her the expensive grain-free organic stuff. And I'm like, but no, look how how soft her fur is. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think... She's so healthy as well. Like, I'm convinced it's because I give her such good food. Like, Yeah, and also, I just think if there's a food that is working well for your pet, it's hard to just, like, just to change it for cost alone isn't... Yeah. I'm like, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah. Like, and we do. We yeah. always figure it out. What's really exciting, actually, is that so for ages, so the food that we get her mm-hmm. comes in, like we get her, she eats dry and wet food. Mm-hmm. And for ages, she she only likes fish, like wet mm-hmm. food. She won't eat chicken wet food. She won't eat like any other meat. It has to be fish, mm-hmm. preferably tuna. Mm-hmm. So I'm like the pet food. The, the, the food that we get her, which is Wayne Wright's, if they want to sponsor us, <laughs> um, is uh, it used to just be uh, the tuna would come in like a box of 12 and then you could get tuna and chicken mm-hmm. in a box of 24 for cheaper. And they've just started doing tuna in a box of 24 for cheaper. Yes. And I'm delighted. So that's so great. So that's saving me money. So thanks, Wayne Wright's, for that. <laughs> really appreciate you. Per- we, we are delighted in this house. Um, so yeah, that's but yeah, otherwise, same old cat. Yeah. She's still grumpy. Yeah. Um <laughs> and affectionate on her terms. <laughs> um speaking of cats. Nice. This week, uh Ella's got some some Scottish cat, wild Scottish wildcat. I don't know, you heard news. It's mm. 
Um, I do have some Scottish wildcat news. <laughs> that is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, we've got some wildcat news. We've got Ready Pet Go. I've got a fun, quick uh, update from Katrina about the Dr. B episode. Kind of a, a little a little FYI for everyone that I thought was cool. Mm. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Awesome. So, yes. I mean, of course, all the exciting wildcat stuff happens after I go to Scotland. Like that's, <laughs> that's just typical. Yes. <laughs> so exciting Scottish wildcat news. Um, the first thing that happened was that five wildcat kittens were born at a zoo in Scotland, mm-hmm. which is very exciting because wildcats are endangered and um, can conservationists that's the word (laughs) are working desperately to kind of raise their numbers Mm -hmm. so keepers at the royal zoological society of scotland uh said they're doing very well they're getting ready for medical checkups it's very exciting what's fun is that so the mum is called tala Mm -hmm. and the dad is called blair which (gasps) is the b alexis b it really is i love that um yeah, I love that too. It's just furthering your affinity with Scotland, <sighs> Alexis. I know. You went to Edinburgh and you loved it. And now there is a Blair wildcat. Very exciting. Yeah, it's fate. Um, it is. It really <laughs> is. So, and I thought what was something that was really interesting is that one of the reasons wildcats were so threatened is because of interbreeding with domestic cats. Mm. So they weren't necessarily being hunted um obviously deforestation i'm sure played a, a role but yeah the biggest threat was that they were they weren't being snobby enough about who they fancied that's that's the reality they were like we'll do it with anybody <laughs> <laughs> uh so now um we've got these new kittens and then uh the next thing that happened um which is also to do with the kittens is that a group of wildcats have been released into the Cairngorms National Park, which was exactly where I was when I was in Scotland uh, <laughs> last month. Yeah. So the kittens that were born are part of the group being released. Um, so that's very cool. There was a trial release in June in the Cairngorms um, of a group of wildcats. It's been run by a group called the Saving Wildcats Project, which is very cool. And um, they've given an estimate of about 20 wildcats that have been released. Cool. Um, and there have been lots of checks done and it's all been done very thorough. Uh, but what I think is really cool is that they've released them in secret locations. So obviously they've checked like site suitability and potential impacts on neighbor neighbors and community interests and things. And they've determined these sites, but they haven't announced where. Because if you look at wildcat kittens... People 100% would try and go and catch themselves a wildcat kid. I looked them up before this and I was like, oh yeah, I would absolutely take that home. Yeah, yeah. They are very cute. Um, So I I have had fun imagining like a group of like Scottish conservationists in camo going to these undisclosed (laughs) locations with like walkie talkies and stuff to release these cats. Um, It's very, it's very Bond. It's very, yes. It's it's also got to be one of those, oh, I was just saying, it's got to be one of those things where like, you i'm imagining that they have to hire like spies to do this and they're like yeah, i thought we'd totally. be doing cool james bond style things but we're just like putting cats outside yeah exactly yeah. which yeah and i i mean if you go to the cairngorms like 
it literally looks like Skyfall in yeah. James Bond. Um, we cool. did actually, when we were driving through the Highlands, we did play Skyfall very loudly. <laughs> it's that kind of vibe. So it does feel appropriate, like imagining like, yeah, 007, your latest mission is. Yes. Release these wildcats into <laughs> the wild. Um, so that's really cool. And then, you know, we have to see if they, how they do. Um, they're going to face lots of challenges. There are going to be farmers involved. Mm. Um, but hopefully the wildcats will be given the best chance to survive um so yeah i mean best of best, <laughs> best of luck, luck to the wildcats we should yeah de- we should describe them though because yes they are should. when i say i would take one home like these look like a tabby cat except it's got like a more furrowed brow and its ears are further apart i would mm. say and like they're kind of mm. they kind of flatten in some of them i i saw yeah um but like they look kind of angry yes or or kind of like what's the word i'm looking for like slightly contemptuous like they're looking at you as if to like slightly patronizing like what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing with your life there's judgment in that face yeah it's it's just it and that's why i was like i would take one home thinking it was a cat and then i'd be like why is this cat judging me yeah i mean my cat does judge me as well to be yeah. fair like she looks quite judgmental but this these cats look especially judgmental like, yes even more judgmental than your average cat for well sure. it, it reminds me a little bit of how like there's a pretty high percentage of humans that have neanderthal dna in them and one of the signs of that is having a pretty like a more pronounced brow really yeah I did not know yeah. that. Like, I forget. Oh, I think like... I'd be really annoyed if that was true of me. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm a bit <laughs> Neanderthal. But they look like that. They have that kind of vibe where it's like, oh, they, they, do. they look like house cats, but there's like a, there was a different branch in their evolution. So they're just a little bit funny looking. Totally. Um, totally. Um, so this article also says that the plan is to release up to 60 wildcats into the wild over the next three years, which is cool. That's and it's the first time a predatory mammal such as the wildcat has been officially released into the UK. Um, oh. And if successful, it will increase calls. And this is where I get so excited yeah. for the Eurasian lynx to be introduced to Scotland cool. more than a thousand years <gasps> after they were hunted to extinction. Lynx is in the UK. That would be Imagine. so cool. That would be so cool. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I mean, no, but in a you know, no. like please, I hope it works. Well, I, also, I mean, you guys have you have bobcats just like bopping around, and like we bobcats. we really don't have anything like that here. So the idea that we might get a lynx is, mm-hmm. is really cool. You know, uh, I bet the birds around there are angry They're like, don't yeah. put this out here <laughs> life's hard <laughs> i need more yeah. of these <laughs> it's so true um but it would be amazing if like this kind of native cat species yeah. could thrive again That's so, so cool. well done to everyone involved um we should try and get someone from the team on i'll do that <gasps> that's I'm a good gonna, idea i'll do some digging out. and see if we can we should reach out because it'd be amazing to hear about like what what that whole experience yeah. has been like um, I was telling Ella before this that I, I've never seen a bobcat, but I have seen a few mountain lions. Yeah, that's okay. What? <laughs> um, and weirdly, they, they, there's a ton in Arizona, but I didn't see them there. I've seen them here in, in California near Los Angeles the most. Where? Like hiking trails. Uh, there's. I was out in 
up north in Malibu what? hiking. And it was just... You in Malibu? Mm-hmm. And there was a mountain lion? Mm-hmm. Like, it's really not it's like, how I imagine Malibu. <laughs> no, Malibu is so different than you'd think, like, than what it sounds like. Because, yes, there's yeah. the beach, but, like, the rest of Malibu is pretty green and, like, for like hills, basically. Um, so that we were at a hike over there. And, like, near the start of the hike, like, along the path, there was just this mountain lion laying down. And we were like, oh, my God. What is it doing? What? what Did you, you take a photo? I don't remember. I'll look and see if I did. I, okay. I feel like it was. It happened so fast that I don't know if yeah. any of us thought of it. Um, yeah. And I've seen... I, and then there's one other one, like, pretty similar story, like also on a hike. Um, and I want to say, I just realized that we should do a full episode on this, but there's a really important mountain lion in Los Angeles called P-22. Um, and he lived in griffith park for like 12 years and griffith park is like it's sort of the central park of of la it's like right in the middle of the city and it's this big like forested park that's really awesome um and he like there was always like p22 spottings and like everyone loved this and he he recently passed and it was really sad Mm. um but how did you know that he was that mountain lion? Like, how did people know it? Was he being like, tracked or? Yeah, he was being tracked. They they like they were able to track him. And then I think also like I don't think there's that many mountain lions in Griffith Park. It was like if you saw a mountain lion, you probably saw P twenty two. I just can't believe that you guys just see mountain lions crazy. like around in like your parks. Yeah. Like that's just crazy. Yeah, they're, they're like because they're smaller. I think they're smaller than you'd think. They're they're huge, but like. I thought that they would be... They're huge, Alexis. They're They're, they're huge. But they're not like... a whole ass lion. But it's not as big as a lion. (laughs) But it's it's still a a kind of a lion. It is a kind of a lion. And they're really cool. I mean, maybe they're technically pumas or something. Yeah, they are. It's the same. Yeah, but that like... Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, It's so cool that you just saw one. Yeah. When when P22 passed... I, I will do a full episode on this, but there was a huge like memorial at the Hollywood Bowl for How P-22. How car. No. Yeah. Can you imagine if you were the person Oh my P-22? God. You would feel like public enemy number one. Yes. I mean, and you would be. I, wow. I would probably leave town if that was me. Um, but yeah, there was like a huge thing and like there's a ton of like around town every once in a while like you'll see a, like a mural or something dedicated to p22 <laughs> like it was a whole mm. thing um that's wild yeah so we'll have to do a a full a You'll proper do, p22 let's episode. do a p22 as, episode please. also fun that you call um percy p sometimes yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm gonna start calling her p22 in, in, yeah. in honor
What is up, people of the world? Do you have an argument that you keep having with your friends and you just can't seem to settle it? And you're sitting there arguing about whether it's Star Trek or Star Wars, or you can't decide what is the best nut, or can't agree on what is the best cheese. Stop doing that. Listen to We Got This with Mark and Hal, only on Max Fun. Your topics asked and answered objectively, definitively, for all time. So don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. They can be anywhere, at your office, in your car, and they are wrong. My mom says that the gray house didn't exist, but she's wrong. He just does it wrong. Someone in your life is wrong about something. Something small, something weird, something vitally important. Only one person has the courage to tell them just how wrong they are. You know what you did was wrong, but your daughter is a liar who eats garbage. <laughs> they call me Judge John Hodgman. Listen to me on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. If someone in your life is doing you wrong, don't just take it. Take it to court. Submit your case at MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Okay. Um, we got an email from Katrina, who, if you listen to Can I Pet Your Dog, she was a, a, a prominent a uh, listener and supporter of the show and has always been wonderful and now has continued that legacy of being wonderful. She emailed us, um, she said, in the middle of the episode, um, but when Dr. B was talking about having people come and just like visit and get the pet used to uh, going to the, the vet mm. um, and wishing that was more of a normal thing, Katrina sent a video of this this uh, vet clinic called Alicia Pet Center or Pet Care Center, and they do them. They call them happy visits, and oh. it's just bringing them in. You bring your dog or cat or whatever pet you have in, and they just like everyone there stops and gives it attention and like they ask like what's its favorite treat. So we want to make sure we have that, and like just like shower it with love so that it has more positive associations <laughs> when it. Uh, when it goes someone agrees that that's a good idea <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, really excited about it. and i think that's so cute um and that's so cute they also have info so other vets can start implementing um similar ideas so if you are a person that wants this to happen you could probably bring it up to your vet and use this as a good resource um i love that yeah i think it's a great idea it sounds it seems so strange like it's like what just bring my pet to the vet for no reason but like yeah yeah just say hi right bring them to hang out yeah um and then of course uh katrina sent a picture of Bo, um just because that's the polite thing to do so we also got a nice um good dog pic in there looking at oh incredible yeah. love that yeah thank you so much katrina we really appreciate it yeah was that who was who was fussing cricket was fussing at crumb because he wanted to lick crumb's ear more and crumb was laying on the <laughs> wrong side so he couldn't reach his ear <laughs> this is what i'm saying this is like it's a constant he's obsessed with it that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> he was actually yelping at him to be like turn over I want to lick it. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross. It's on, infected, dude. dude. Like, stop. <laughs> and like, then you're gonna get a weird infection, and I don't. I don't know how it works. I don't. I don't know how that works. I don't yeah. want any part of it to happen, though. 
Anyway. <laughs> we have a ready pet girl. Amazing. Whose turn is it to read? I think it's mine. Cool. Read I will sit back and enjoy. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so this uh, is from Peter and Wally. And it was very sweet, Peter, just so you know. Um, Peter bumped this recently when I said, like, we're running low on ready pet goes. But Peter was actually next in line anyway. So I thought the timing was very, very fun. Okay, so. Hi, Ella and Alexis. My name is Peter, and I use he, him, and they, them pronouns. Thank you, Peter. I want to tell you the story of Wally, and I will try my best not to make this super long. Also, don't worry, this story has a happy ending. So inside the garage in the condo where I live, there used to be a place in the wall where the plaster was dented and the wall had a hole. It had been there since before we moved in, and it wasn't really an issue until in the fall of 2020, my partner noticed that a bunch of insulation had recently been dug out of the wall by some sort of unseen critter. Somehow, some animal had gotten into our garage, gone into the hole, and started nesting inside the wall. Soon after that, we found paw prints on the floor of the garage. We couldn't quite tell what animal they might belong to, but we thought maybe it was a stray cat. Whatever it was, we started to refer to the critter as Wally. Of course, we discovered all of this right before a long weekend, and our landlord wasn't getting back to us about what to do. It seemed like there wasn't any way for Wally to get in or out unless we let the garage door open, and we didn't want to do that in case something else got inside. At this point, we also didn't know how long Wally had been in there without food or water, so I started panicking about worst-case scenarios— what if he dies inside our wall? What if an innocent oh. kitty got stuck in our wall and died? My partner also started saying that we should adopt Wally once we got him out, and then Wally could be best friends with our cat. I was like, well, we can start by leaving him some food and water and see if we can get him to come out of the wall and say hi. I left out some cat kibble for him, and the next day I went down to the garage to check on him. As I opened the door, I managed to catch a glimpse of Wally eating the cat kibble and then running across the garage. Wally is not a cat. Wally is a skunk. <laughs> so we avoided our garage for a good while we thought wally was adorable but we were pretty scared of getting sprayed we didn't see him much but he continued to eat cat food and pee on the floor <laughs> there was about a week of going back and forth with our landlord and some trapping services about what we should do all the services said that they would be legally required to euthanize wally if they caught him and obviously what, we didn't why? want that eventually i decided to try and handle the wally situation without any trappers one evening, I left Wally a trail of cat kibble, E.T. style, leading to another small <laughs> bowl of cat food outside our garage door. We left the garage door slightly open on the bottom so he could get out, and then I staked out near the garage, garage door opener in hand, ready to shut the door as soon as he was out. I expected him, it might take hours, and I was willing to wait that long. However, Wally did not keep me waiting. Probably less than two minutes after I had set everything up, Wally came out and started crunching on kibble. I was well out of spraying range, so I crashed down to quietly watch him, making his journey across the garage. It took him about five minutes to follow the trail of cat food and get outside the door. When he was just far enough outside the garage door for me to close it, I pressed the button and the door closed with Wally safely on the outside. I ran back inside through the front door and my partner and I quickly sealed the hole in the wall with a doormat and some duct tape. Just in case Wally had another way into his nest, we didn't want him getting back into our garage. Later that week, we were able to get the hole completely repaired and that was it. No humans were sprayed and no skunks were harmed. We think of Wally often and hope that he is continuing to live his best stinky life with warm places to sleep and lots of cat kibble. Hope you enjoyed the story. I have been loving the podcast. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that is like a children's book it's waiting to so happen. Good. Like all of it, like the thinking it's a cat and then the realization that it's not. And then the trail of cat kibble out of the garage. So I implore you, Peter, to publish it. <laughs> yeah. 
get it illustrated and then publish it. That is adorable it's and so joyful. So good. Also, oh, also Peter sent the video of the first reveal of like they have a video of the glimpse into the garage and we're like oh I think it's eating and they look and they go oh, it's a skunk and oh my god I need to see yeah, this video Where, is it in the email yeah. okay. <laughs> okay, and we'll love. post it too because it's fantastic oh my god amazing I, I love this a so skunk much is, a, is another one I've never seen in real life they're so cute they're so cute yeah they look like they would be I to, to this day one of the cutest things I've ever seen was a baby skunk walking down the street I, I couldn't, it was just the cutest, tiniest thing I've ever seen. I, I, I didn't have anything with, it was alone. And I was like, I don't know if you're, you seem really young to be by yourself. And I had some sandwich and I tried to give it some sandwich. I don't know. I was like, I can't take this home. I can't take a scum home. But oh my God, it was adorable. I love them. So cute. If you have... A ready pet go. You should email it to us. Obviously, it can be about anything, including animal encounters. Yes, of any kind. Yes, um, especially like this one. This had twists and turns. Phenomenal. Yeah, um, excellent writing. Yes, I was like, it was so easy to read because I was like, I'm so engaged. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yours doesn't. Act. This is this is a pretty high caliber. You don't, you can write so chill. two sentences and I can yeah, yeah, embellish yeah. if you want. It's fine. <laughs> um, but email them to us at comfortcreatures at maximumfun.org. Follow us on social media, mostly Instagram at this point. I think that I'm maybe done with Twitter. Um, oh yeah. It's a trash fire. Yeah. <laughs> I avoid. Yeah. Um, and then join us on discord. Of course. Um, really great stuff going on in there. And I think that's it. Yeah. Cool. I've been Alexis B. Preston. I've been Anna McLeod. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.